Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another Encouraging Moment. Hi, I'm Bobby Williams, and I'm so glad you joined me today. I want to talk to you today about seven keys to unshakable peace. And this is such a great lesson because it helps us to go from fear to faith to trust to peace. And so we know life is filled with trials and twists and turns in the road, and it's only natural to have some anxiety along the way. But it's not natural for a Christian to stay filled with worry and doubt. No, God's plan for us is to have an unshakable peace that only comes from knowing Him. So what about you today? Is your life filled with anxiousness and worry and doubt about the future? Do you have trouble sleeping at night? Are you worried and fearful things just won't work out for you? Are you hearing a voice that says, no, it's not going to work out. There's no way you can be successful. Do you feel overwhelmed over your current circumstances? Well, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Seven keys to unshakable peace. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this great lesson today, Lord. And we just honor you and glorify you. Let anything from my lips and my heart be glorifying to you and to our audience. Let it be encouraging and inspiring. And let the love of Christ shine through this lesson today in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you have your Bible with you. I'm going to read a couple of scriptures. I'd like to take you to Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 through 29. And we're going to be moving around a couple scriptures today. But I want you to get the understanding of seven keys to unshakable peace. And this is the beginning. Jesus said this in Matthew chapter 7, and I'm going to start in verse 24. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house upon the rock. The rain came, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the wind blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority and not as the teachers of the law. And so that's very important today because we need to be putting our faith and trust, our house, our family, our life, our business needs to be built on the solid rock of Jesus Christ and not on the shifting sand of the world. Amen. Philippians chapter 4, I want you to go there. Philippians chapter 4, 4 through 9, and I'll read this to you. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. And here's the key verse in this. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And then our last scripture I want to turn to today is actually Matthew chapter 6. And I'll give you a little time to get there. Matthew chapter 6 is all about Jesus telling his disciples, do not worry. And of course, people worry all the time 
until they live with Jesus, until Jesus is in their heart, and then they don't have to worry anymore. God is our peace. Therefore, I tell you, in verse 25 of Matthew 6, listen to this, Jesus says to them, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable? I want you to circle that in your Bible. More valuable than they. Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? In fact, I will say the opposite of that. (laughs) If you're worried all the time, your blood pressure is going to go up. You might get mad. You might be upset all the time. And that could lead to you going home too quick. You know, when Jesus said, can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And the answer is absolutely not. And and verse 28, and why do you worry about clothes? You see the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and gone tomorrow and thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? You of little faith. So do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the world, the pagans run after these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. And here's the key verse to all of this. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given unto you. That should give you great confidence that if you seek God and you seek his righteousness and you seek his will for your life, that all the things that you worry about, the clothes, the food and everything will be provided. It says here, but seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. So therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Amen. So Jesus is called the Prince of Peace. And he wants you and I to fully trust him, and his peace will wash away our anxiety and our fears and any doubts that you may have. You may be doubting your financial future. You may be doubting if you're going to be successful at college or in life or in your job. Remember this, that with God as your partner, he is not going to allow you to fail. He is going to help you. This is really a serious situation in a Christian's life. You need to turn your whole life over to him. You need to turn all those worries and doubts. Whatever you're worried about, take it to Christ. That's my number one point. Peace only comes from God. Philippians 4, 7, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and minds in Christ Jesus. So as you take your problem to God, as you take your finances to God, as you take your worries and doubts to God, God will give you the peace that you need. And why? Is it that your situation has changed right away? No. God knows what you need, and he says he will provide it for you. What changes is your mind about things. When you go before a mighty God and realize that he is the one that gives out the blessing of making money, Deuteronomy 8, it says that God gives man the ability to make money. So if you're worried about money... Don't be worried about money. Focus on the Lord. Seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek his will for your life. 
and he will help you to be successful in whatever you do. I'm telling you that you can have peace in that Christ loves you so much that whatever you do in life, he's going to help you. But it might not be financial. You might be worried about your health. Well, God says in his word in Jeremiah 30, 17, I will restore your health. That needs to go before the Lord. Whatever you're fearing, whatever you have anxiety, whatever you have worry and doubt of, well, it may not be that. It might be your daughter. You're worried about your daughter meeting the right person for their life to be married to. Pray about it. Give it to God, and God will work it out for her as you trust God, and you can have confidence in this. Now, my number two point is there's something that will block peace in your life, and it's called sin. If you have sin in your life, it's going to block peace, and and you, you can say, well, Bobby, what do you mean? Well, you can have all the things that you want, but if you're not living for God, you're having sin in your life, you might be holding unforgiveness against someone. Now, I want to tell you, the Bible is clear about certain sins. All sins to me are the same, and, and that's the same way with God. But there is a sin that leads unto death, and that's that's rejecting Christ as your Savior. But I'm just saying to you that the sins of the world, like unforgiveness, treating somebody badly, not doing your best work for somebody you're working for, using swear words, being ashamed of Christ in public, lying, cheating, uh, sexual perversions, not keeping your marriage bed holy, uh, not going to church, not fearing God, not reading your Bible, not being totally committed to the cause of Christ. These things can block the peace in your life because you're not going to have peace because God is talking to you about something that's holding you back, and that's sin in your life. And so you've got to stop, and you've got to turn away from that sin. And I know some people that are doing well financially, but honestly, I know a guy that's treating his wife very badly. And because he is, he's not going to have peace in his life. And he's got a lot of money, a lot of things. But that person has to turn his relationship over to the Lord and treat his wife like Christ would treat the church. Because that's the way the Bible says that the man is supposed to treat his wife like Christ loves the church. Now, Christ loves the church wholeheartedly, and that means you never treat the one that God has given you, your spouse. Your, that means women, too. Women should not be treating their husband badly, and men should not be treating uh, their wives badly. But God sees these things, and believe you me, that if you have sin in your life, you better confess that sin or you will never have peace in your life because you're always worried, oh, what if somebody finds out? Oh, my God. Or you're harboring unforgiveness for something that was done to you years ago. Remember what Jesus said, you have to forgive that person seven times 70. That doesn't mean one time. That doesn't mean two times. That doesn't mean 10 times. That means you've got to forgive these people. And if you don't, you're harboring that unforgiveness and it'll hold you back. It'll make you feel bad. It'll make you bad decisions and and your prayers will not be answered. But if you'll go to God and say, God, I know there's sin in my life. And 1 John 1, 9 says that if we'll confess our sin before him, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sin. And right away, that sin is washed away and we can start anew with God. In Proverbs uh, 28, 9, it says, if one turns away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer is an abomination. 
Now, what this means in here is that you should be reading the Word of God and you should be following the Lord. Listen to what Proverbs 1, 29 through 33 says, Then they will call to me, but I will not answer. They will look for me, but I, they will not find me. Since they hated knowledge and did not choose to fear the Lord, since they did not accept my advice and spurned my rebuke, They will eat the fruit of their ways and be filled with the fruit of their schemes, for their waywardness of the simple will kill them, and their complacency of fools will destroy them. But here's the key verse, but whoever listens to me will live in safety and be at ease without the fear of harm. And so you have to listen to God. You've got to make sure that sin is not in your life, and he'll give you safety and peace in your life. Number three of the seven steps of unshakable steps for unshakable peace in your life is knowing God's word about peace. You have nothing to worry about. You know, Jesus said, oh, be anxious in this circumstance. Oh, be anxious. He said, do not be anxious about anything. And that was in Philippians chapter four. Do not be anxious about anything. Let me say that again for somebody. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, by prayer, go take it to the Lord in prayer, present your request to God about this anxiousness. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. This is my favorite verse in the Bible, because it meant so much to me at a time in my life when I was fearing about everything, and I took it to the Lord, and He took my fear away and gave me faith and trust and hope, and He can do it for you. Just take it to Him. Number four, take all of your burdens to God in prayer. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, Jesus said to the disciples and the people who were listening, his believers, he said, come to me, all ye who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. There is a place that you can get in the Lord in such a trust that you can trust him so much that your burden will become very light. You'll be light as a feather. You won't even worry because you will be made perfect in his love and you will just absolutely just not fear anything at all because you know he loves you so much that he's got a great hope and a future for you. And then number five, God is our peace through the Holy Spirit. Uh, Romans 8, 6 clarifies this for us. You know, God is our peace through his Holy Spirit. Listen to this. For to set the mind on the flesh is death. You know, if you just set your mind on worldly troubles, how to figure this out, how to cipher this, how to work this out, and worry about money and worry about clothes and worry about things or the house you've got, if you want to be as big as your neighbor and build a bigger house and, and you really don't have the money, but you're stretching yourself out there. All those kinds of things can bring you burdens of heavy weight. And uh, because your mind is set on what the flesh desires, you're, you're living by sight. You're living by what the flesh is looking for in life and out of life. But to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. When we set our mind on the Lord, we set our mind on the spirit of life and peace. That's God. When we say, okay, Lord, I'd like a new house. I'd like a nice house, but Lord, I want to follow your lead in this. I want to follow your will in this. And of course, God wants to bless his children. Believe me, I know so many Christians that are so wealthy beyond belief because they do it God's way. And then I know some that are so wealthy beyond belief, but they're still worried and anxious. Why? Because the person that has a lot that trusts the Lord in the spirit, they're not living 
by the world standards, and they're not basing what the world says is success. The spiritual man or woman builds their whole life on the solid rock like we talked about and not on the shifting sands of the world. So the one who's living in the spirit is saying to God, okay, I want this new house. It's just an example of what that person might want. But Lord, I want to be in your will. So I'm not going to move from this house until you tell me I've got enough money or the time is right or Lord, just let me know if it's okay for me to do this. Well, lo and behold, down the road a few years when the time is right and their house has moved up in value and they don't owe as much or maybe they were able to pay off their house, God says, okay, the time is right. You can move up. I want to bless you. I want you to use that house for glorifying me. I want you to have family and friends over. I want you to have parties uh, you know, to glorify me over there. And I want you to have reunions and different things over at the house. Uh, maybe a Bible study. Uh, maybe you open up your house to a dinner for Christians to come. And so, he says, yes, go ahead, move. And without any worry or doubt, those people can walk in, buy the house, and have no worry because they, they walked by the Spirit and they heard the Word of God tell them that it was okay for them to do that. And see, when you live by the mind or the flesh, when you're living by the mind of the flesh, you might see a house and say, you know, I just love that house. I'm going to jump out here. Yes, I can buy it, but I'm, I'm a little tight right now, but I think I can do it anyway. I mean, I've got a good job. I'm going to do it. And people get outside of the will of God because they're living by sight. Remember, the Bible says we live by faith, not by sight. We live in the spirit, not by sight, what we see. So it's very, very important in life so that you don't make mistakes, and so you have this unshakable peace. And how do you get unshakable peace? It's by living by the Spirit of God and listening to Him. And the closer you get to the Spirit, He gives you more success than you could ever think of, and in in, in it comes not just about financial things. Listen to what Galatians 5.22 says, but the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of walking with the Spirit, listen to what He gives you more of. He gives you more love more joy, more peace, more patience, more kindness, more goodness and faithfulness. This is what happens to a Christian that's fully dedicated and he wants unshakable peace and God will give them unshakable peace as they follow him in the spirit and not their flesh and their mind and what they see. They live by faith. Amen. And then number six, focus on God and his provision of peace not things of the world. You know, a lot of people say, I get the bigger house, I'm going to be happy. I get the big boat, I'm going to be happy. I get the big car, I'm going to be happy. I get the best job, the great job, I get my career going here, I'm going to be happy. Oh, if I have the right person in my life, I'm going to be happy. How about this one? If I have the right bank account, I'm going to be happy. Well, <clears throat> friend, there's no peace in those things. Jesus said in John 14, 27, My peace I give unto you, not as the world gives. My peace I give unto you. Wow! The peace doesn't come from things. Now, those are blessings from God. Thank God for blessings. I'm so thankful, and I'm praying for you to have, have all those wonderful things. I'm asking God to give you those things in the right manner so that it's in his perfect will and you're listening to him on what you need to be doing about life decisions. And that way you'll have peace through it all. You'll have peace when you drive in that nice boat. You'll have peace when you drive in the nice car. You'll have peace when you have uh, just a wonderful relationship with your wife that he's blessed you with or a wonderful career because he's given it to you. Every great gift comes from God, including unshakable 
peace. And number seven, speak only life-giving words. Now, positive words. I know people that talk themselves negative all day long, and because of this talk and the thoughts that they think of, their life is terrible. They have no peace in their life. But, you know, these are seven steps to have unshakable peace. And if you're speaking bad language in your life, don't do it. Listen to what it says here, 1 Peter 3, 10 through 11. For whoever would love life and see good days must keep his tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. They must turn from evil and do good. They must seek peace and pursue it. So God doesn't want you to be allowing your lips to speak bad words. He's saying to you, there are death in life in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Proverbs 18.21 is absolutely true, that you either speak life into your family and into your life, or you speak death words and negative words. And so you can speak stuff, oh, like, honey, it's not going to work out. Oh, I feel like I'm going to lose my job. Oh, I feel like the economy is going to go down. Oh, I feel like I'm not going to have my health. Those are death empowering words. Don't speak that into an existence. Speak life power words through the Lord Jesus Christ. And and how do you do that? Well, Philippians chapter 4, we're going to go back to that, and this is how you can do that. Finally, brothers, this is in verse 8 and 9 of chapter 4 of Philippians, finally, brothers and sisters, whatsoever is true, whatsoever is noble, whatsoever is right, whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So God wants you to fill your mind and your heart with his things of God. He wants you to to think of good things, whatever is admirable, whatever is lovely, whatever is pure, whatever is right, whatever is noble, whatever is true. Think on those things in your mind and you won't spew out bad words. You won't allow negativity into your mind, and you surely won't speak negativity over your business or your friends or your relatives. You know, what kind of story do you have? You need to be telling the story of Christ through your life, not allowing bad thoughts into your mind, taking all of your burdens to Christ, and being dedicated to Christ, and and He'll make it happen. He'll give you the peace. So, Real quickly, I just want to go over this one more time because we've got a little bit of time here. So number one, peace comes only from God. Number two, sin in your life will block peace. Number three, know God's word about peace. You have nothing to worry about. Jesus says, do not worry, do not be anxious. Number four, take your burdens to God in prayer. Number five, God is our peace through the Holy Spirit. Number six, focus on God and his provision of peace, not the things of the world. And number seven, speak only life-giving positive words to yourself, your family, your wife, your friends, your husband. Speak life-giving words, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Amen and amen. I'm so glad we had this time together today. I hope you love this unshakable peace lesson. You can see a lot more lessons from us, a lot more messages Um, All of our new content, it's all free. Just go to encouragingmoments.com, encouragingmoments.com. You can watch, you can listen, you can subscribe to our monthly newsletter. And I just want you to know I love you in the Lord, and I'm so glad I had this time with you today.
Let me pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord, for each person that's listening to our podcast. Give them your peace, Lord, like you said in John 14, 27. Give them the peace of God. Lord, just give them rest in their heart, rest in their mind. Do not let them be anxious at all this week. Let them turn all their anxiousness over to you, all their worries and doubts, their burdens. And Lord, fill them with your peace and trust in Jesus' name. Well, until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more encouraging moments, go to spiritofachampion.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.